0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right
1: now. Hey, you've tuned in to I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg.
2: Listeners, we are so glad to have you with us today. I'm looking forward to this conversation and I know that you will too as you as it starts to unfold in front of you and you see how it relates to you, to those that you know um, and love and those that are serving you in so many different ways. I want to remind you that we have a YouTube channel. So if you are listening to this show on podcast you can go watch it. If you if you listen to something and you're like, "Oh, I want to see what they were really doing in that moment." You can go watch us on our YouTube channel. I work for him.
1: <laughs> and I just did something for the YouTube video. Yeah,
2: you might want to go check that they out. You might want
1: to. <laughs> and our guest wasn't even looking. All right. Is it okay for a Christian to be involved in politics? To be involved in a political conversation? Isn't politics too volatile for a Jesus follower to be part of it? Where does our faith fit into the political process of the United States of America? How do we bring our faith in Jesus into the political arena without destroying relationships? Where's a big one? How do we embrace faith, inspire hope, weaponize love, and impact a nation? Can any of that be done with politics? Honestly, I don't know many of the answers to the questions I'm asking. I do know one thing. Everyone around me should be benefiting from my faith in Jesus, whether they believe in Jesus or not. Is it working? I don't know for sure, but I do know that politics is quicksand for me. So we're bringing in an expert who talks all day long about bringing in the principles of the kingdom of God into politics. Amon Ross is with kingdom in politics. He can He's going to be able to speak into all of these things and talk about inspiring a generation of Jesus followers to get involved in politics and filling 100,000 of the 575,000 elected political offices in this country. Eamon Ross, welcome to I Work For Him.
0: Thank you, Jim and Martha. It's great to be here.
1: All right, Eamon, before we get talking about the kingdom in politics and before we get talking about any of people getting involved in politics, I want to know your Jesus story.
0: You know, I grew up in a great family. I love the Lord, raised us in a Christian home. But my story really started about six years ago when I was on a half business, half mission trip to China. And I'm walking along the Great Wall, just kind of praying quietly to myself. And I mean, out of nowhere, God spoke to me. And people ask me, you know, how do you know it was God? And I'm like, well, I was kind of scared to death. Um, it, It was overwhelming. I was instantly in tears. And he said, "Amen." you think too small, you don't think generationally. And it was just an incredible experience. Never had anything like it before. So that's kind of where this Jesus story starts. And I came home, had been praying about it with my wife and really trying to figure out what what those nine words really meant. And I had coffee with a good friend of mine, uh, Kevin Stitt, and he was asking me about the trip shared really, you know, Hey, look, this is what happened on the great wall. This is what God said to me. What do you think it means? Well, I said, you know, I really believe that God wants you and me to put our heads together and put godly people in positions of authority at the state and national level. And he just stares awkwardly blank at me. And I said, what, what Kevin? And he said, well, don't tell anybody this, but I think God's asking me to run for governor. And I mean, we were both just kind of stunned in the moment where, you know, God's telling him one thing and me one thing. And we kind of met in the middle. And that was kind of the start of my Jesus story in the world of politics.
2: So, up until that time, had you been involved in politics?
0: So, you know, I hadn't. I had never done anything but vote. I actually wasn't really interested in politics, didn't really care about it, just kind of a bunch of noise in the background, you know, this just opaque dark smoke-filled room space that I imagined that uh, I really didn't want to have anything to do with
2: so how did you um, how did you make the connection between those nine words you heard on the China wall and then it had to do with with politics and actually putting people in authority
0: you know I it was just you know I was talking to my wife about it and I just really thought what does it mean to think generationally? Mm and you know there's really no space in our lives that something that touches our lives daily more than the world of politics you can't drive 200 miles an hour down the road because there's uh you know a politician that made a law that says you can't do that uh, your children learn certain things in schools because there's politicians decided that that's what they're going to learn you know your business pays certain tax rates because politicians decided that's what the tax rate was going to be so it's it, you know it just kind of we drew that conclusion and and you know, to be just kind of have that reinforcement that God was also talking to Kevin at the same time, Um, you know, and he asked me that, he said, you know, be my campaign manager. And he said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I've never done anything in politics, don't care about it. He said, me neither. And so anyway, that kind of started the journey for us.
1: Okay. But you got to tell the rest of that story because not everybody knows the end of that story or has put two and two together. Go ahead and finish that story.
0: Sure. So that was the start of the journey. So five months later, uh, I had been helping Kevin do some interviewing. We're doing nationwide interviews, and you know, just really, our, our company had come to me and said, you know, we we want you to stay here. We, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. They came to me with the offer one Friday morning and said, sign it and send it to us on Monday. And uh, my wife and I were just on our knees all weekend trying to figure out what we should do. And I've really never been more scared with more peace. And so on Monday morning, called him and turned down the offer and uh, went and ran the campaign for uh, Kevin Stitt for governor, which was an incredibly humbling, challenging experience. I mean, literally on day one, I mean, Kevin and I both had about fifth grade civics knowledge. And so literally on day one, we sat down and I wrote out 150 vocabulary words. And we started just practicing to learn the language.
1: Kevin Stitt for governor
0: of... Oklahoma.
1: Which he now holds that high esteemed office.
0: It was a wild ride. You know, it was a 10 person primary. We made it to the top two by 2,400 votes out of about a half million votes. Uh, We won the runoff, won the general. And uh, yeah, now he's uh, been the governor the last few years.
1: So would you say today that you have a love for politics?
0: You know, no, I wouldn't. I would say that I have a love for um, changing the nation and changing the world. And I just don't think that there's any more influential place to do that than politics. And so it, it's just a tool, right? Politics is just one more way to reach the hearts and minds of a country.
1: So are you saying that, they, that, you know, great influence comes political office are, are they more influential than a local, than a church pastor?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it, this is a conversation I'm actually having with a lot of pastors across the country right now. And, I'm really trying to help them shift their focus, right? So, in my opinion, um, this space—the political world, government arena—is the next big mission field. And you know, it's great to send people overseas. It's great to you know feed the poor. Those are all important and necessary things. But if we don't get involved and we don't start leading and raising up kingdom-minded leaders in places of authority, you know, the the name of Jesus is soon going to be hate speech. We're close already.
2: You know, you are just drawing for me just this amazing picture of when someone feels called to go overseas for missions, they learn the language, they learn the culture, they um, figure out how they can be in that environment to reach those people for Jesus, and that's what I'm hearing you say is happening for you in this arena of politics. And so, I, listeners, this is a key concept here to talk about, because we think that there's this dividing line, like going across some water somehow makes that different. But um, God really has shown you, Amen, this idea that learning the culture, taking the time to learn the language and be able to be um, articulate in that so that you could then talk in that language, but have your faith in it as a part of it and use that as a mission field. I just think that that is just remarkable um, because I, I think a lot of people think, I didn't pay attention to anything in school that I that I would be able to apply in government and and politics and the fact that you admit that you know that this is this is where you were coming from but um <laughs> what an encouragement right here that we can see if God is speaking and you follow in obedience, he's opening up that mission field.
1: In a fifth grade civics knowledge in today's world, that means you had zero knowledge of <laughs> civics. We're talking today with Amon Ross from KingdomInPolitics.com. KingdomInPolitics.com. He's got a great podcast, he's got a great mission, and we're going to hear that mission when we come right back. When I was young, I always dreamed of being on camera because on camera I could always make funny faces and be ridiculous. YouTube is that dream. There are tons of I Work For Him videos out there on YouTube, each one designed to help you unlock God's purpose for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, I Work For Him. That's I Work, the number four, Him. Hey, we're back with Eamon Ross from KingdomInPolitics.com, KingdomInPolitics.com. Eamon, you've got a mission. It's a pretty bold mission? What's that mission?
0: So our mission in kingdom and politics, there, there are over 500,000 elected positions in the. US, from school board to United States president. Our mission is to raise up 100,000 believers over the next 10 years in, in all of those different elected positions. And so we're really passionate about that. and you know our, our really our goal is to educate, inspire and prepare believers to run for office or work on campaigns.
1: Wow. So, but you've got such a small goal, 20%. How about 50%? Can not we raise up 250000 <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. All right,
2: no, listen. That's amazing. But
1: here's the deal, though. For the last 60 years, we've been told that politics are evil, and we should stay far away. As Jesus followers, we should stay far away. In fact, I wasn't sure I was strong enough to endure the pressure of elective office. That was something that Martha and I talked about when we were newly married, that after our kids were grown and gone, that I'd run for political office Is it okay? Is it a good idea? Is it even safe for Christ followers to enter into the political fray? (laughs) Uh,
0: Jim, that's great. And I hope you do run for office. Well, you'll be my campaign manager if I do. I
1: just don't know what (laughs) office it might be the dog catcher here in Fort Myers. I don't know.
0: You know, look, I guess I would answer that question with a question Um, How do you like the results of believers not getting engaged Mm -hmm. over the last 60 years? Turn I'm, not, on
1: your t- I'm not real pleased with the results of the Christ followers not getting involved in my entire lifetime of politics.
0: Yeah, it's, it's disheartening, right? I mean, I think we already know the answer of what happens when we don't get involved. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm here to lead a movement of people that want to change their, the nation starting in their own backyard. So whether at school board, city council, mayor, state representative, Congress, senator, wh- whatever you feel called to, I'm here to help people that want to say yes.
2: So, how do we raise them up? How do we get those leaders that are willing to serve and then um, help them to do that well?
0: That's a great question. So you know we've done a lot of research on this, and we really found that there are three reasons that believers don't get involved in office. So the first is the fear, okay? The second is the lack of training, and the third is the lack of mentorship. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about fear real quick. There's the fear of the unknown. There's the fear of failure and the fear of success. Hmm. So the fear of unknown is it's just like anything else, right? It, it, especially in politics, we have this idea that there's a lot of strategies that are designed and created by unscrupulous people and smoke-filled dark rooms, you know, like you see on the movies. The reality is that's just not true. And so you yeah, can't
1: smoke inside anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the rooms are still dark, but you know, there's no smoking inside. <laughs>
0: And so there's really only, the only way to uh, eliminate the fear of the unknown is just to face it and then educate yourself. And so we have the fear of the unknown, and then you have the fear of failure, right? What are people going to think? Are some skeletons from my closet in the past going to come back to haunt me? And so what we do in the program is we really take people through a self-assessment and race assessment process so that you can kind of put all those fears down on paper and then create a plan to address them. And the more you self-educate, the faster you self-educate, the faster those fears subside. And then you have the fear of success. And this is a real fear. I mean, yeah. you know, Jim Jim runs for office, you know, Jim runs for senator and wins. And now he has the responsibility of leading, um, you know, his state at the federal level. And, and that's a lot of pressure. But what we teach people is, look, for almost every elected office, there are people around kingdom-minded people to train you and bring you up to speed and onboard you. And so, you know, I look at my job as kind of like Nehemiah, right? He was he was cut bare to the king. He wasn't an architectural expert. He wasn't a building or project manager. He didn't really have the skill set or the insight to really know how to build a wall. But what he did do is know how to find the people that did know how to build the wall, bring them together towards a common mission, and they got that done in 52 days.
1: And it was an incredible, it's an incredible story. Hey, today we're talking with Eamon Ross. You can check him out online, kingdominpolitics.com, kingdominpolitics.com. You know, Eamon, one of my biggest concerns for any Christ follower going to DC, I mean, I I always go to the highest office, but we understand. So there's, there's 500 people that get 500 plus people that get elected to office in the District of Columbia that represent our country. And there's another 570,000 of them that get elected to other offices around the country. So that's a small, don't be, I don't want to be small minded, but my biggest concern is that as a Christ follower, that if I were to get involved in a political office at any level, that I won't be able to stay on the narrow road, that there will be too many temptations, money temptations. There's a a lot of money that talks uh, in politics. How, how is kingdom and politics going to support those that decide to go all in for their savior in politics?
0: Yeah, sure. That's a good question because, you know, that is a concern that people have. And the reality is, you know, you either have integrity or you don't have integrity. And there are a ton of people with integrity. You just never hear the stories on the mainstream media. And that's actually one of the things that our podcast does. We've been interviewing high-level believers across the nation that are doing amazing kingdom work. In the government space, whether it's the chief of staff at NASA, or Governor Stitt, or Governor Billy of Tennessee, he's coming on next week. Um, you know, we have all kinds of really high-level um, believers. Look, I mean, you can't compartmentalize your faith. Either you're going to take it with you to work, or you're not. Right, and so. You either get up in the morning and know that you're going to, you know, give it to the Lord and, and walk out your faith as you do the what's best for all of the people that you are called to lead, or you don't.
1: We're talking to Eamon Ross with kingdomandpolitics.com. We'll be right back.
2: Hey, I Work For Him listeners, check us out on Twitter for the latest feed and links to amazing Kingdom conversations at I Work For Him Radio. Hey, we're back with Eamon Ross talking about Kingdom and politics. Martha, you had a question. Well, I just wanted to know a little bit, you know, I am curious for the person who's listening, who's never considered being involved in any elected office. And I know that there's a lot that can be done, especially at the school board level and things in your local community. Um, what if they go to your website, KingdomInPolitics.com? what are they going to find there that can help them um, to get some, just, just answer some questions?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, Martha. Thanks. So, we actually have a free training webinar um, that they can register for. That's coming up very shortly. So, go to kingdomapolitics.com and register for the free training webinar. And then we also talk about the curriculum. So, there are two signature courses in the program. It's How to Run for Office and How to Run a Campaign. And then there's also a short course on the art of the pivot and message discipline. And that's a course that we designed. I'm going to say that
1: slower again
0: because I, <laughs> I got lost in the middle of the
1: art of the pivot and discipline. What was it?
0: The, the art of the pivot and message discipline. So one of the fears that we found that so many believers have getting into this new space is I'm going to be asked a question that I don't know the answer to. Or is going to, you know, there's some questions that there's no good answer for, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to get drawn off your message. You want to stay on message and be disciplined. And so we give them a bunch of techniques in that part, um, in that course to be able to handle any public forum situation, because most people don't have any real training in that space.
2: That's the excellent. other part.
0: Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And the other part of the program, you know, think Dave Ramsey for politics we are trying to do what dave ramsey has done for personal financial freedom in the church for politics and just Mm -hmm. raise up four to five believers in every church and martha you're exactly right when you brought up school boards Mm -hmm. that may be the single most important place where we need believers um Mm -hmm. you know really getting involved and it's a great you know way to dip your toe into the um the public sector
1: Mm -hmm. All right, but I got to ask this question though, Eamon, and it's a doozy because I didn't send it to you. (laughs) I was told, this this is what I heard, politics equals compromise, that in order to be a Mm. successful politician, you have to know the art of compromise. I mean, I've been studying politics since I was introduced to civics in seventh grade, not fifth grade. So I'm thinking, but I'm not very good at compromising and compromising is what leads to people not going down the narrow road. How do you balance being a Jesus follower and balancing the art of compromise when today things are so polarized and I'm not given, I'm not given to the other side because I don't agree with it. How do you deal with that?
0: Yeah. So here's the deal. You you, you have to have a handful of areas that you for sure, you know, that draw a line in the sand. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And, you know, I'm going to die on this mountain. But there are so many areas. These are complex laws. There's complex Mm -hmm. bills that are being passed. And there's a lot of gray area. And, And the reality is, you know, even when one side or the other puts forth a bill, no one really knows the consequences of the new legislation. And so it's really important to understand that you know, no one really has all the answers. And that goes for all of these elected offices. Look, no, you need to go sit down with a school board member or a city council member or your state rep or your congressman. You need to go just have coffee with them and ha- have a conversation. And you will soon see that there's nothing magical about these people, okay? They don't know anything more than you do. They're not more well-trained in a certain area. Look, they just got in and did the work to learn it. And, and now that's what they're doing.
2: hmm you know, I think that... I'm not sure you answer my question.
0: But, <laughs> well, see, that's because you haven't taken our Art of the Pivot message recently. Yeah, right. I
2: was just thinking that that maybe would be really good for podcasters and radio <laughs> show hosts to take as well.
1: I might be better to be one of those reporters in the White House press pool. i like, yeah, Mr. President, I don't think you answered my question yet. <laughs> or Miss Press Secretary, I'm not sure you answered my question yet.
2: You know, but it, I love the fact that you have a structure. You have um, something that you're offering to not just say, hey, go do this. because we need more people, but to help in the process. So I just want to make sure the listeners are hearing, go to kingdominpolitics.com, super easy website to remember. Even if you're driving down the road right now or working out, you can go back later, kingdominpolitics.com, and look at what's there and maybe even take that free um, first step, the training webinar to see, is this something I'm really being called to by God? Well,
1: and there's a lot of people, Eamon, that have thought, Maybe I could get involved in politics. I'm really frustrated with the way things are, but in making that first step is a tough one. Go ahead.
0: You know, so that and that's right. So that's you know, we're all there, believers are talking about it all across the nation, right? All the problems, all the problems, and there are a ton of them that want to be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. So the problems are the you know the what, and kingdom of politics is the how. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that I'm the most excited about about this program is I have about 15 subject matter experts from across the country. That work with us, and they're experts in polling and data, Facebook and YouTube marketing, um, fundraising, paperwork and compliance. And so, what the way it works is, what, a church buys a license, and they get twenty five users. And then those twenty five users, we we encourage them to go through the program together in a small group setting, or you know, some, maybe some some kind of go through it on their own at the end they get 3 one hour sessions with one of our subject matter experts based on what they need in order to get their campaign launched on the right trajectory.
2: So let me just understand this and I don't I don't want to get drilled in too deep but what you're saying is you're really encouraging the church to rally some people together to really make a, a, a have an a coordinated effort a little bit in your community and whatever that is that somebody feels called to
0: you know, you're exactly right, Martha. You know, when I talked about uh, politics being the next big mission field, mm-hmm. well, the reality is, you know, think about it this way. Governor Stitt, right? Governor of 4 million people. He's taken Jesus into cabinet meetings and into mm-hmm. agency head meetings. I mean, he's he has a church of 4 million people. So if we change the way that we think about this space, we, we can really go and and. and and influence it and impact it in a way, and we can identify the needs the community um, has, and then really go and make a strategic effort to serve those needs.
2: So, if everybody here knows a missions pastor, this is a new mission field for that pastor to really, you know, seek out and learn about, and really send people into this mission field. So, I hope people hear that message because it's a powerful one, and it affects us right where we live.
1: Eamon Ross with KingdomInPolitics.com. Thanks for being on I work for him today. Thanks for sharing your vision for 100,000 believers getting into elected office in the next 10 years. Thank you, Eamon Ross.
0: Team Jim and Martha, thanks for having me.
1: You check them out online, KingdomInPolitics.com. KingdomInPolitics.com. Get that class. Get your church to get licensed. Get that small group started up and see what God can do in your community, bringing healing and community through politics. Wow, there's something I never thought I'd say. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but
0: ultimately, I I Work work For for him. Him.